What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Ice Cream Hour. Dr. Mike Axler here. Very excited to welcome you to another race review. Yesterday, I had the, I guess, great fortune of running the Miami Marathon, the Lifetime Miami Marathon uh, 2024 edition. And I just want to do a brief recap of it. Um, potentially, some of you out there ran it or are thinking of running it. So that's what I'm going to go over today. Um, so the marathon was pretty cool. There seemed to be a lot of people from out of state and out of country doing it. I met a lot of people from Europe and different uh, South American countries, as well as people from like the Northeastern states. So it was really cool to hear a blending of languages and seeing people representing their countries with different shirts and flags and languages. It was really, really cool. So I don't know, maybe there was like 20,000 people or something like that. So if you're ever thinking about running a big marathon, I think the Miami Marathon is great. However, even though it is still winter and it's late January here, it was on January 28th of 2024, it was about 75, 80 degrees and probably 90 to 95% humidity and it was sunny. So like in general, if you were watching the race or hanging out in Miami, you would say, Oh, what a beautiful day. But trying to run a marathon in 80 degrees and 98% humidity, it was absolutely brutal. Um, so they were telling us the entire time to like slow down. They had people hosing us down. There was tons of water and Gatorade, which was cool. Um, but I ended up getting some heat stroke and I spent the entire rest of the day um, in my hotel room just trying to recover. I was pretty off. But in general, I had the opportunity to run as a marathon pacer. So that's something I do quite often. I'm part of a pace group. Um, basically, just individuals who love running marathons for some reason and just love the camaraderie and traveling around and making some good friends. So I paced the 420 group and had a pretty good time with it. Um, so, I mean, it was cool because I got to see some old friends and I got to make some new friends. And on Saturday, I think the expo was a couple of days leading up to the race, but I went to the expo on Saturday to stand at the booth and talk to people, whatever. And the expo was great. Like the sponsors of that race, there was, I mean, it's a pretty big marathon. So there was a ton of different sponsors and a lot of great, you know, goodies that they handed out and a lot of great sponsors of like shoes and, you know, hats and different companies were there. So it was really, really exciting. And it was in the Miami Convention Center, which is like this beautiful air hangar, basically. It's this enormous, enormous place. There was music pumping. There was people giving out free stuff. Like they were giving out Celsius and other things like that. So it was really, really cool. And as far as like the race itself, um, <laughs> to kind of break this down, like what you're going to need to do on race morning, um, the race started, there was a half marathon and a full marathon both on the same course and obviously like everyone runs together and the half marathoners just split off at the half and the full marathoners keep going there was probably around twenty thousand people and i think it was a split of about three quarters of the people ran the half and the last quarter of the people ran the full so the first half of the race was extremely crowded it was really fun and exciting because you were never bored there was people there was pumping music um but very very crowded until the second half, which really kind of leaned out a bit. But in general, you start around the Miami Heat um, basketball arena, which was like super cool to start at. 
And the thing is with Miami, I've never been there before, before this, but the whole thing is just like this giant rave party community by the beach, which I'd never been to. And it's cool. It was exciting. But the race to start at like 6 a.m. and you should get there at around 4.30. It's about an hour and a half before the race um, just to get there into the corrals and get to the bathrooms. Because the way they have the corrals set up is that everything is basically centered around the Miami Heat Arena, which is cool. But they have you all stuck in like sardines and you can't move. And they release everyone from crowd to crowd to corral. And I ended up standing there in the crowd for two hours from 4.30 a.m. to 6.30 a.m. before I started. And it, that was a similar thing with like the Disney Marathon, which that so many people came out to run this race that it was very gridlocked. And I take that how as you want. Um, it was exciting to be there. A lot of cool people. I had some cool conversations, but also kind of stressful because like my roommate and I woke up at 3.30 a.m., got there by 4.30, stood up listening to pumping EDM music from 4.30 to 6.30, then ran a marathon afterwards. Um, but in general, like it wasn't boring. It was definitely a great experience. Um, but just keep that in mind is that if you want to run this race, you're going to have to get there nice and early, go to the bathroom um, beforehand, and maybe like take some water or food with you while you're standing in the crowds because that's something I wish I did. As far as the course, again, I'd never been to Miami before, but this was such a beautiful way to see Miami. Like the first half was heavily um, through downtown in Miami. And then you go out through Miami beach and you went through South beach and it was just, I mean, the whole place is beautiful. Like now I understand why so many people go to Miami to vacation, to live there, to do the races, to see sports games. I, I get it. It's absolutely gorgeous. And that was a really, really great first half. And the crowd support was awesome. Tons of people playing music, um, hosing you down, giving you food and water. So that was really, really cool. And the second half, I really did enjoy the second half despite getting like super, super dehydrated and overheated because you were like going out on these bridges and overlooking the water and it spread out a little bit and you went through some neighborhoods. So it was a little quieter, but you saw like a little more of the calmer or more serene side of Miami, which I thought was very wonderful as well. So the course was good. And besides like one or two of those like tiny little bridges, everything was flat because it's Florida. Uh, let's be serious. As far as like the volunteers in the aid stations, there was tons of aid stations and they gave out primarily water and then like watered down Gatorade, not a whole lot of other options, but it was sufficient. Listen, it's a marathon. It's sufficient. There was like 20,000 people that they had to make sure didn't pass out, you know, and make sure they were hydrated. So they were fine. Um, and the crowd support was wonderful. A lot of very excited, enthusiastic people who were singing and dancing and screaming for hours. Like it was nuts. It was this huge party. It was nuts. Um, I was definitely like a bit overwhelmed because I do a lot of smaller races. I do a lot of ultras, which are like in the woods, but this was awesome. So if you want like a big rave party, check out the Miami Marathon. As far as the post-race stuff, the post-race party was nuts. It was literally a party. It was like they had like this giant stage and there was music just pumping, boom, boom, boom. And like the entire thing was like a rave, but it was like outside and there was tons of food trucks tons of places to sit down and relax. Again, it was like incredibly hot and humid. Um, like the heat index was like well into the 80s or even 90s and a lot of people had health issues. Um, so I was trying to recover myself during the post-race party, but a lot of people were enjoying beers, enjoying food, enjoying other drinks, just taking pictures, hanging out. 
So it was a really, really great area. Like after a marathon, I think it's fun if you can to celebrate and hang out and talk and get a bite to eat and just relax. And some post-race events are like, they dump you off in a parking lot and they're like, all right, see you later. But the Miami Marathon, like they wanted you to stick around. They wanted you to hang out and it was pretty sick. Um, so I think they did really, really well there. And the good thing too is that like as far as like the transportation was concerned, everything was like right downtown. So like the race started and finished downtown and that's where like a lot of the hotels were. There was a lot of restaurants. So the hotel that we stayed at was like a quarter mile from the race start. So it was like two blocks. It was really easy. Um, so it, getting into Miami, into and out of Miami is a drag with all the traffic. But in general, you know, getting to and from the race from your hotel is very, very walkable. And they even have like this like monorail tram system, which seemed to work for a lot of people as well. As far as recommendations uh, for this race, um, I I don't know if I'll do it again. I think it was great. But as a pacer, it was definitely like a bit stressful because of all the people. And getting heat stroke yesterday wasn't fun. And I don't really need to get into that. Um, but that was a bit on my fault. I could have like walked a little bit. But in general, it was a beautiful, beautiful race. And I see why 20,000 people signed up. I see why people came from out of state and why they came from out of country. A lot of the pacers were from, there was a few from Europe and there was a few from Central and South America who came specifically to do this. And I said, that's wonderful that you all came here to do this race, to be a part of this extravagant race slash party. Like I get it. Um, but if you're going to run the race and it's like super hot and humid in Miami, Florida, um, bring water with you, bring gels with you and stay at a hotel nearby, which is in walking distance. And yeah, maybe even come a day early or a day or two early and then leave a day or two late just to explore the surroundings because that was a sufficient way to see Miami for me personally, but it wasn't the best way for me to experience it, right? Because I was running the whole time. So I want to go back and experience more of it. Um, so those are my recommendations. Um, hopefully you enjoyed this episode, my little race recap. I'll probably go back and listen to this next year when I decide to run the race or not. But in general, I had a really wonderful time. This was my 58th marathon I ran. I, again, had the wonderful opportunity to meet some great friends there at the race and then make some new friends along the way. So yeah, that was the 2024 Lifetime Miami Marathon review. And yeah, let me know if you enjoyed as well and if you're going to run it next year. All right, see you all later.